today on Five Live Boy Show. Boy Show. Boy Show. Boy Show. Boy Show. We got a great boy show for you today. We're talking about rain. It's the only thing I know how to talk about. I have no other. All day. I have no other things I can say. Practice today. I feel very tired, but I feel good. I did have a lot of practice today, and thanks to your live-in house boy, I got some really great notes. I'm glad. I'm glad he helped you out. That was helpful for me, so I'm really thankful. We'll we'll reveal what those notes were and how it changed the course of my day coming up. Plus, how Robert. We have a story for you on how you could watch hours and hours and hours of chiseled men playing football on the beach. I just might spend my New Year's that way, Mm. Bobby. (laughs) Plus, more drama ensuing around the FTX collapse. Uh, All of that coming up in today's show. I love it. It is Five Live for the 27th of December, 2022, and it starts right, look over there. Right here, right now. Boy, howdy from the Gloomwalker Studios in Hollywood, California. It is KTLA 5 Live. It's 4 o'clock. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I'm alive. Right. You're alive. We're all here. We all We're made doing it. it. How We're was your holiday? It. You look so refreshed and well rested. Uh, did you fight with your I family? Think you had fun. I hope not. Oh, or if you I kind of did. Did you? Yeah. Did you have some did fights? You know? Unfortunately. Oh, no. oh, tell us. A little drama other than the FTX. Uh, Debacle. Oh I had my some drama God. back home. I forgot for, uh, Sam Bankman Fried is your cousin. Yeah. I could what not happened? imagine the conversations <laughs> at your home. What, what on earth table. happened? Yeah, what happened to you? You want to start the show like this? Yes, please. Yeah, okay, fine. Yes. Uh, for, for Christmas, we were supposed to all go to my family's house in Redlands. I live in the South Bay. It was like a two hour drive. It's a little, 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 little bit of a drive. My sister and my mom were supposed to accompany me. Uh, unfortunately, my mom was a little sick, just a little bit. Uh, and mm. the whole family threw a fit. They're like, you cannot go around my grandma, stay home. Mm. Uh, on top of that, my aunt was being a little, just a little bit rude. Not, not really. She was just being trying to plan everything out. I'm not sure if she's watching, so not to disparage her and her planning for Christmas. <laughs> she was being slightly, a little bit, uh, just curt with my sister. Uh, and my sister said, I'm offended and I am not going to the Christmas celebration this year. And I told my sister, it's a little selfish given that my grandma, you know, is a little in her elder time <laughs> of her life. And so, <laughs> so yes, so my mom and sister did not attend the Christmas gathering, unfortunately. Oh, I you know what, it's crazy. Hard, I have, so. I gotta, I, thank you. I gotta go. I'm yeah. so sorry. But, <laughs> like, Thanks to I gotta, I gotta do literally anything <laughs> else. So, no, okay. I'm just right. kidding. I'm just kidding. That's very oh, interesting. I told you guys wanted to hear the drama. Well, I mean, I thought it would, not be actual drama. Or, or at least like have some sort of humor to it, but it's fine. No, Thanks it's actual drama, us. so yeah, yeah Thanks I'm for sorry. joining us, I'm Andy Reeswear. You can find me on the internet at Andy KTLA so alongside <laughs> the uh, very cozy looking uh, very Bobby. Very cozy, I got this nice thick sweater on because it's starting to get rainy outside. You can follow me on Instagram at Sounds Like Bobby. You can follow <laughs> all of us at KTLA5 live on Instagram and on Twitter. Sam is out today, but uh, we may have an appearance later this week, so we'll keep you posted. She's on not that. really out, but she was well, doing she's the doing show. other. She's out show. of this show. I hope she's yeah. asleep. She's doing actual, like. Although big, I will say, yeah. some of us are able to fill in for other for other shifts and still do five live, and I don't know that what is her, true. I don't know what that her is excuse true. is. That's true. That is true. You know, yeah. you don't see me saying no. This is totally. I true. know. You That's don't true. see me. You're, you know where I'm going to be? You go out of your way. I'm going to be at five fifteen. Make it happen. I'm going to go on the breaking bus. Yeah, I know you have a long day. Yeah, it's not going to be good. I'll tell you that Ooh. much already. I am wow. I am tired. Uh, a lot of lot of backbreaking work there, pretending to be a weather person all day. <laughs> yes. Robert, um, how you doing? How many? Um, you know, how, where can people follow you on Instagram now that oh, you have less followers because all your family just blocked you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, everybody was just like, screw him. Uh, Robert points at just Rob one hundred and one, but who really cares about that? I care about you watching us here on KTLA.com and the KTLA Plus app. So thank you very much. Hopefully you had a lovely. Christmas, unlike mine, where I was separated from my dear beloved ones um, due to uh, their selfishness. So there you go. But you had a good birthday, right? <laughs> you, you, you enjoyed your birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a great birthday. birthday. I went, uh, I went and had some Mexican food. It's called Temple Cantina in Downey. Ooh, it's uh, owned by the former one husband. In Brea too. Yeah, there's one in Brea. Yeah, uh, by the uh, former what? By your former husband? What Temple is owned by the former husband of Chiki Rivera. Ah. Uh, I don't think they're together anymore, uh, but cool. it's a really popular restaurant. It's almost like a club vibe, but it's really good if you want to go check it out, if you want to have some loud music and some great margs. Uh, it's a really fun place. Is so. Chiki Rivera's former husband Geraldo Rivera? <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't own it? No. Is no, no, Chiki no. Rivera related to Cheetah Rivera? 
she's related to the woman who died in the plane crash, um, Jenny Rivera, I believe. Yes. Uh, yes, okay. that's her daughter. So. Got it. Yeah, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that sounds yeah. that it sounds like a great restaurant. Oh, and, uh, yeah, we yeah. love it whenever there's a Robert Report thing. Uh, I was uh, kind of tooling around the city this weekend, seeing what was open and what was closed. It was really, really interesting, and I stumbled upon a couple places that I thought this would be a really good Robert Report. What were they? There was this one. I don't remember what it is called. Um, okay. Ubers, Ubers are also open on Christmas, okay. thank goodness. No, uh, it was a, um, oh. it's a bowling alley in Koreatown that also has pool tables and and they have like, I, there's like a restaurant there too and bars and there's like arcade oh. and stuff and it just feels like a very cool little Robert hang and I don't, I don't quite I know. I wish you would have had the name for that, dude. I'll look it up, all I'll right, let you know. Right. Hey, uh, it is raining of course yeah. and uh, we've been talking about this all day. There's three major systems that are moving in. Uh, if you've been outside in the past, oh, I don't know, six or seven hours in Los Angeles County, you will see a little bit of rain coming down. Here's a live look at Hollywood where it is currently just drizzling off and on. We're gonna see a lot of that drizzle off and on for the next couple of days. Probably three systems, uh, we are not probably, but indeed three systems that we're watching that are moving in from the Pacific Ocean and they will bring with them some precipitation and some snow. Uh, if you are in the mountains above 6,000 feet, you could have some snow. And if you are in the foothills, Below that, you could have some rain up to three inches in foothills and our coastal and our valley areas are gonna get probably somewhere between a half an inch and an inch and a half of rain. So it's gonna be pretty fun if you like rain, if you mm. like LA weather, nope. Yeah. then you're gonna have a good time. No rain for me. But with that rain, of course, possible mudslides, especially up in Duarte. Oh. LA has- There goes your weather for you if you wanna do your weather lows. <laughs> I literally got to this point and I was out of time and I they gave me a rap cue and I said, uh, there's more seven days coming up, and I left. <laughs> and there ain't no more seven days coming up until 5 p.m. when Vera takes over, and, and, and we'll give you all the seven days that you ever could ask for. Uh, but uh, mostly, it's so funny because it really it's important to get to the seven-day forecast. But the yeah, seven-day forecast had been today, and because of the storm, pretty much the same for every single region, right? Mm -hmm. Except for the mountains where it's a little bit cooler and overnight lows, we have some freezing temperatures. But everybody pretty much has low 60s throughout the week, overnight lows in the high 50s. Uh, and our mid 50s rather. So that's kind of your seven day forecast. But no, here we go. LA County issued a phase one mud flow warning that lasts until Thursday. K rails have been installed to protect homes near the fish fire burn scar in anticipation for flowing mud and debris. City officials say preparation is key. So these are all videos from uh, Duarte. And I think that uh, KTLA Shelby Nelson is also in Duarte and will be there for the 5 p.m. show with a live update. Uh, we'll just skip all that. Um, this is crazy. Thousands of passengers scrambling to find another way home after Southwest Airlines canceled nearly all flights departing from L.A. until the end of the year. Gene Kang is at Hollywood Burbank Airport with the latest on that. This is a look from Sky 5. Southwest Airlines planes grounded at LAX, John Wayne, Long Beach, Ontario, and Hollywood Burbank Airports. A nightmare scenario playing out across the U.S. just days before the new year. Thousands of Southwest Airlines flights have been canceled, stranding frustrated travelers. A lot of people are complaining about Southwest, not just here in Burbank, but everywhere, LAX, all across the country. And yes, and they told me they were not flying anything, anything to the 31st. They're canceling everything through the 31st. That's a long time. I mean, nobody's flying, no planes are taking off. It's surprising. People waited for hours. Others slept at terminals. This is the second time they canceled our flight. And they're not even willing to uh, help us, you know, book uh, another flight. Uh, hotels are booked, so we camped it here. They're overwhelmed. Uh, they're having a lot of glitches in their system. They said they could rebook it after the 31st or give me a refund. According to FlightAware, more than 2,500 domestic flights were canceled. 85% were from Southwest Airlines. Burbank had 41 flights canceled. LAX had 60. Long Beach, 32. This disruption could last for days through New Year's Eve weekend. I don't know. It sucks. I don't understand why they're doing this. So why is this happening? Flight analysts say Southwest had a run of bad luck and bad planning. A quadruple whammy, the winter storm hit their two biggest hubs in Chicago and Denver during the triple-demic with sick calls, plus short staffing and underinvestment in their operations. Southwest Airlines says, quote, we were fully staffed and prepared for the approaching holiday weekend when the severe weather swept across the continent. 
and our heartfelt apologies for this are just beginning. The U.S. Department of Transportation launched an investigation and tweeted, quote, we're concerned by Southwest's unacceptable rate of cancellations and delays and reports of lack of prompt customer service. The department will examine whether cancellations were controllable and if Southwest is complying with its customer service plan. Due to those uh, cancellations, their rental car prices are spiking as people are now trying to drive to their destinations. According to tracking website FlightAware, more than 2,800 of those flights have already been canceled, as you saw there. Many travelers have turned to rental cars, but are reporting a lack of available vehicles. If they can find one, they may be faced with fantastically high rates, sometimes triple the normal price or more. Wow, price gouging. I'm paying $1,800 for one day. Oof. So that means Oof. that the rental car uh, companies are gouging, you know, folks that are stuck. Rental car shortages are expected to continue because widespread flight cancellations are also expected for at least several more days. Wow, dude, that's dirty, man. I understand taking advantage of an opportunity, like who you're talking to, you know, but that just seems like bizarre right there, like just wrong. Yeah, yeah. it does seem wrong, but it's, you know, I mean, I think it, it sounds like an absolute disaster. Yeah, and I think we've been reporting crazy. about this all, all week, really, or the last couple days, and we've seen these videos of all of the bags that are just backed up, the Southwest bags yeah, are backed all the up luggage. all across yeah. the country. Just a little bit. Just like, people what do we do with this? renting buses and moving people yeah. across the country. Strangers, like Strangers going on long road trips together. Just calling to each get... other saying, hey, yeah. uh, there's going to be people who fall in love because of this. There will be a love story, yeah. And we're going to see a, so. a Lifetime movie. A holiday it, love I story, yeah. I hope so. Hey, this is neat. Not, I mean, it's not neat because no one was hurt. It's neat, but it's bad. Wild video out of Indianapolis where a woman was arrested for a DUI after she was caught on video driving her car on a frozen canal Christmas night. Ooh. Midwest ladies make it do. Make do. Make it do this. Make it, I don't know. I've been on TV <laughs> for a long time. A man who lives along the canal said he was taking out the trash when he saw headlights on the water. He shot the cell phone video saying she was going at least 30 miles an hour. Wow. Eventually, the car broke through the ice oh, no. and bystanders had to help Ooh. the 33-year-old woman out of the car. The woman told firefighters she was following her GPS, which took her onto the canal. Oh, no. But officers later arrested her oh, for drunk driving. no. Okay, can I tell you a couple things about this? So, this is a very famous canal in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. It's the White River is what it's called, uh, and it is very green. Um, and it freezes. It's not very deep, of course, but during the year, you can rent a paddle boat and you can ride on your paddle boat around this. And it kind of goes by a lot of the sort of like um, the museums of downtown Los or downtown Indianapolis. And it's like, it's a cultural area. Yeah. Some people have Dodger Stadium. We've got a little river you can rent a boat, <laughs> ride a boat on. Or drive a car on. Or drive a car yeah. on. But it's not easy to get to it. Like it is fully 10 or 15 feet down below the roads. So this woman had to drive, I guess, down over, yeah, down to steps or down a an embankment oh, that's into extra. this area. Like you can't just get yeah, to yeah. it. Like you or me would have just turned left and yeah, gone and out of the parking the, garage. Yeah. Now I'm on the ice canal. <laughs> so I, like she had to fully leave the road and hightail down into the thing and then... So like lots of people I'm sure here in LA, I, I don't know if happened to you, it probably happened to you guys, it's happened to me where I, I'll make a right turn in downtown LA and suddenly I'm in a, a one-way street. I yeah. hate that. Uh -huh. That scares me. It yeah. scares me, but it's very easy. And yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's easy. Yeah. Yes. This is not that same situation. Uh, no, no. Not, I mean, no, unless no, they've no. added a part where you can easily access it from, you know, Capitol Street or something. <laughs> is this like the equivalent <laughs> to those goobers that drive on the Spanish steps in Italy? Like, how you did know, you end up there? I would say that on the level of cultural import, <laughs> yeah. for Indianapolis, that yes, our our, our equivalent are steps. the Spanish Steps or the, is the White River Canal at the uh, Indiana State Museum. It's really crazy. I can't believe it. But it is a really cool area. They, whenever there's like a um, a big event, and if it's like a sporting event or the mm. 500 or anything like that, you always see the bump shot with the canal. And the canal's a really cool thing. Do they dye it green for St. Patrick's Day? They don't have to. Uh, it's got, oh, it's it's got algae growing uh -huh. like crazy. Yeah. It's as green as my darn tie. Uh, nice. There was a time, I, we'll move on for this for a second, but the canal, like I said, it's a big deal. And when I was like probably in uh, freshman year of high school, uh. this girl who I had a major crush on, her name was Taylor, she thought, she was like, It'd be funny if you jump in the canal. Oh, I remember this story. You told this story. And I did. Yeah. 
and I had my my Nokia or my LG flip phone in my pocket, yeah. and I ruined it. I ruined it jumping in the canal because I was like trying to impress this girl. Oh man! And then I was so embarrassed by this and broke my phone. My mom was like, "What happened to your new phone, I you idiot?" I jumped in a canal. No, I said I went to the John Mayer concert and it rained and I, it got ruined. Oh my god! And she was like, she was like immediately. No, it didn't. <laughs> that didn't happen. I was like, oh, okay, okay, well. And then I told her, she's like, I can't believe you're such a, you're such an awful person. And so because I lied about it, I was without a phone for a month and, and a half. And the girl, I'm sure, was not Taylor Overman is, is now, that's her full name, whoops, uh, fully, <laughs> fully in love and married with somebody else. Okay, so, and all because, now if I had got my phone fixed and I we didn't lie about it, uh -huh. my mom, you know, maybe it would have worked out with Taylor Overman. Ah, stop. But my mom probably uh, would have really disliked her. Uh, well, just because of that reason. No, don't nobody dox her, please. Please, she's a very sweet. Woman. She's a she's an attorney, so you better, oh, yeah, you better, stay away. better stay watch away. it. Also, uh, Rob, can we hit him with a nope, please? Oh, we're doing that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nope. 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 I got it. No. No. Thank you. This seems like it's straight out of Final Destination. Two men in Ohio calling it a Christmas miracle after they survived a crash that sent a guardrail through the middle of their car. 23-year-old Jimmy Burchett was driving to a family gathering on Christmas Eve with his best friend. When their car slid off the icy road and struck the guardrail, the metal went straight through the windshield and exited the back window. Burchett talked about the moments before the crash. We saw it last second. We thought it was just gonna hit. It's probably one of the loudest sounds I've ever heard. And next thing I know, in about a blink of an eye, I was laying face down, looking directly up at the ceiling with a guardrail on top of my chest. It was hugging me and I couldn't really breathe. As soon as I was able to get that breath, I immediately closed my eyes and started praying. Wow. Fortunately, a group of volunteer firefighters and Good Samaritans arrived on the scene and were able to lift the guardrail to free Burchette. After being treated for their injuries, he and his best friend were able to go home and spend the holidays with their families. Oh, they are so lucky. Yeah, that is absolutely terrifying, yeah. but pretty incredible. Also, Robert, did that remind you of? Did it remind you of any of anything from our our illustrious past here on on Five Live? Let's see. This can't be real. There ain't no way. So <laughs> we kind of pulled over in shock, and we had to take our pictures and stuff just for laughs. In bright orange letters that sat on the side of the road, encouraging drivers to send nudes. Kevin Stevens and his friends were headed home from work when they saw the sign. This is one of the things you never would even think of. They posted pictures all over social media. So I had like 50 people screenshot it off of my story alone. Making it spread okay. like wildfire. All of our friends are there thinking the same thing we was. They were thinking, this can't be real. Amber <laughs> This can't be real. This can't be real. My favorite guys. By I the wish way, I got it timed it perfectly, but I'm sorry. Oh, you have to uh, listen to no, all no, of no. that. No, no, no. You did. You did it. You did it perfectly. But yes, that, that applies to that story too. That, this that can't be real. Be real. This can't yes, be real. Wow. His friends were thinking the same thing we was. This can't be real. <laughs> I also now years later after that send nudes billboard came out, uh -huh. I have more suspicion than ever that one of those boys was the was well, the one that, that did it. Changed yeah, the maybe. sign to oh, say man. that. Maybe. Well, after a car went over an embankment, a local woman has her smartphone to thank for her rescue. Following a family gathering on Christmas night, the woman crashed on Highway 18, north of 40th Street in San Bernardino. Her family couldn't contact her Monday morning and they were concerned, so they used Find My iPhone, and that feature tracked her location, and then they called 911. Rescue crews found her car about 200 feet below the roadway. Wow. Now she was hauled up on the side of the hill and transported to a local hospital with serious in injuries, but uh, really incredible that that is able to, to work that way. And I guess this is really the, you know, yeah. it's technology when it's a good thing. Gotta be careful in those cars out there. That's true, that's true. This is also a really, this is an insane story. When we did this on the 11 o'clock today, I was like, I can't believe how this just gets, and I won't, I won't spoil it. It starts out wild yeah. and it gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Okay, wait, you t you should do this story. Okay. Yeah, it's Are you pretty sure? intense. I want to, this, you I, wanna I feel like I want to enjoy the ride okay, on this. All right. Yeah. Following investigations into his background, New York Congressman-elect George Santos has admitted to lying about his resume, but he also says people do it all the time. If I disappointed anyone by resume embellishment, 
I'm sorry. I'm not a criminal. To get down to the nit and gritty, I'm not a fraud. A lot of people overstate in their resumes or um, twist a little bit. Hmm. So you hear that and you think, oh, well, sure, what did he do? So he made those comments to the New York Post, and now he's walked back claims that he worked directly for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Santos also admitted he did not graduate from any university, despite claiming he had degrees from Baruch College and NYU. Oh. He's also under (laughs) fire for claiming his grandparents escaped the Holocaust. But according to the Jewish publication, The Forward, there's no record of his Jewish ancestry. Oh, no. Some Democrats, including Congressman Ted Leo of California, have called on Santos to resign. It's crazy. Wow. It's, just, it's not even just like, a, oh, I, I said I worked on this project even though I was yeah, just like in I was the just building like, when it happened. Assistant, or, yeah. His oh, family didn't survive the Holocaust. Wow. They weren't even, he's not even Jewish. He, he didn't go to NYU or Baruch College. He, he didn't work for Goldman Sachs, which honestly, I think maybe some people that would be a benefit. But either way, it is just absolutely wild. And I love this man for his delusionment and his, uh, I would oh, like to man. share in that delusionment with him as well. Um, I, I heard him on another soundbite, not sure again, with all the inconsistencies, uh, how, how, if I could take him at his word, but I heard him on another soundbite on another news channel, I, mm. I won't mention it, mm. um, but he said that his parents were in fact Jewish, uh, but he grew up Catholic, and so he would walk around considering himself to be Jewish, not, not Jewish, but rather jew Ish. Okay, yes, so he's yes, he's yes. also a very bad late night comedian. Yes, well. yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's a bad joke. So what he's like, this, it's your fault for misunderstanding what I meant <laughs> oh, when I said right? you. Anyone who dated this person, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate to do this, but this is very like. Uh, I mean, you would never actually do this in real life, but some me. some of the, yes, some of this reminds me a little bit of the things that you said before. <laughs> Just a play on words. <laughs> well, it's yeah, not yeah. that I. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Ooh. See, but he got away with it, and he now has a, a position of power. Well. He's in a position of power, sure. isn't he? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm amazed Ooh. that it took this long to find out. That he could yeah. run for office, become that famous, get elected, and then only now people are like, I'm like, uh, wait a second. Excuse me? Yeah. You did what now? Yeah, that's really awesome. Good. <laughs> Good for, I told, con, 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 for yeah, never mind. I told Sandra, <laughs> I told Sandra and, and Courtney, because it's when I first heard the story today, uh-huh. uh, that it's it's a shame because like I am living proof that you have you can have absolutely no accomplishments and still make true. still fake your way into something. You know? That's not well, we all I'm living all proof. That. I haven't I didn't graduate college. Yeah. Well, you put but you put in the work you put in the hours. You put in the work. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's true. You never and you never said that you did. So no. I do say sometimes that I went to UCLA, but I did go to UCLA Extension. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, see, that, <laughs> see that's, still, that's a play on words again. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <It's a play laughs> I just shorten it for time, and also because it makes me seem smarter. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not. I went to NYU as a trespasser. <laughs> <laughs> I no, visited. I, just, yeah. I visited once. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we should probably U- take a break. I went to UCLA yeah. on my way to the In-N-Out in Westwood. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to go, I went to, I had to UCLA. Go, I had to go down the, go down the road. Oh. Uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, a lot more Five Live right up ahead. Bye. Oh, I want to know real quick. What are things that you maybe bend on your resume? That's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Tell us things that maybe you're uh, like white lies that you've heard or that you've said. Uh, how, many, how many languages I speak? Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live. Let us know. Nothing incriminating, of course. latest on the FTX fallout, the judge in the criminal case against Sam Bankman-Fried has recused herself. Wild. Wild if things keep uh, keep happening with this darn situation here. Yeah. Um, yes, she has recused herself. The judge, sorry about that. No, it's um, okay. U.S. District I'd Judge. I'd rather look at you anyway. Oh, would you? I appreciate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. As opposed to, wow, if, if, I, I, if I want to see an endless black pit. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's gone now, Andrew, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, the U.S. Abyss. District Judge Robbie 
Abrams, released a statement today explaining that her husband is a partner at a law firm which advised the defunct cryptocurrency exchange back in 2021. Although he had no direct involvement, Judge Abrams said that she wanted to avoid any possible conflict of interest in the case. The criminal case against Bankman-Fried has now been assigned to U.S. Judge Lewis Kaplan, who is currently handling the defamation lawsuit filed against former President Donald Trump. Meantime, the disgraced FTX founder was released from jail just last week after posting a $250 million bail. Um, he's accused of stealing billions of dollars from his FTX clients to cover his losses at his hedge fund, Alameda Research. Bankman-Fried has acknowledged management failures at FTX, but argues he did not commit a crime. Also, that $250 million bail bond uh, is contingent that he stays at home with his parents, his mom and dad. Uh, and also which he loves. Have which, you seen him play video games? He a, needs someone to do his laundry for him. Yeah, so yeah he's yeah. probably very <laughs> happy. Yeah. He looks like Mosquitoes or whatever. As long yeah. as they've got a PS5 and a good Wi-Fi connection, I think he'll be totally happy. Yeah, and he has to wear a good old-fashioned ankle bracelet. Uh, and more news to just dropped recently. Apparently, uh, Alameda, the, the, his other his other um, his other company, basically Alameda. Though, that's the company that the hedge went, fund. Yeah, that's the company that lost all the money. Essentially, uh -huh. they apparently lent Sam Bankman-Fried almost half a billion dollars uh, to purchase a stake in Robinhood, which is a, then another company, a competitor. Yeah. So they're lending, they're lending him money that essentially belonged to the FTX consumers so he can buy a stake in a competitor's company. But that was his That's company wild. that he lent himself the money to buy the, the stake in the other company, right? Yes. But Did you see how like, convoluted that is? Yeah, I guess I didn't know. Is that not a normal acquisition? Like, I don't know. I'm asking just because I'm an ignorant idiot. No, he just bought like a, 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 a 8%, I think it was like 8% yeah. stake in uh, Robinhood. But he used money that didn't belong to him. Well, and he borrowed it from his sister company, yeah. which essentially belonged, as so we're finding out, to the to Can the you distill down in any sort of like simple way what you think that the charges against him are going to end up being? Fraud. Yeah. The, the most simplistic way, fraud. It'll be fraud. He lied, uh, basically, because he's, mm. he's borrowing money uh, against the consumer, uh, the clients, the people who believed in cryptocurrency and his trading platform, and he used it to make risky bets and investments and things that were not disclosed Wall to the Street public. Bets. So, yeah, Wall Street yeah. bets. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty fascinating, it's crazy. I, I cannot wait for the movie to come out, and I, my heart is with all those people who lost money uh, with that with that company, with it's, the it's a shame. So. $250 million bail or bond or whatever it is, it, did he have to post 10% of that? Like someone put up $25 million for yes. him to get out? Yes, on, yes, yes. And how, where did that money come from? It had to come from his parents. And that money that his parents had, Probably had to come from him, right? Yeah. So there's, I, I, he's, I he is something. hiding some cash. Yeah. I did see something about like, yeah, it was like some of it was from his parents, but then a portion of it was from like a non-affiliated or somebody that was not not affiliated like as a family member. So he's at, he like an, like an angel investor, an angel <laughs> like bail bonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, what That's an interesting thing. Crazy. So what's uh, what's our next waypoint on this? When when do we find out what happens next? Uh, I think just the, the, the court proceedings, um, mm -hmm. and then he has to go to his next uh, court hearing, which I'm not entirely sure when that is. Uh, but if he skips out on that, then a warrant will be put out as arrest. Sure, and, but he's um, at home now, uh, ankle bracelet at his yeah. parents' house, which is in. How do you think where? they feel? Do you think they're like? Pissed off. Like, it's oh in LA. Uh, here it's in stay with California. Us. I don't think it's LA. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah, yeah, but it's here in California. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sherman Oaks. <laughs> Sherman Oaks. Yeah, go say hi, bud. Uh, by the way, half a billion dollars is up for grabs. It grabs in tonight's Mega Millions drawing. Maybe that's a way for him to mm. get some of that money back. The jackpot is swelled to $565 million. That is the sixth largest in the game's history. Nobody won all six numbers in Friday's $510 million jackpot, so it just keeps climbing. The Mega Millions jackpot was last won October 14th when tickets sold in California and Florida shared a $500 million prize. Wow. The odds of winning the jackpot are 1 in 302 million. The only time I play this darn game is when we talk about it here on the news. It's the only time I play. I don't know why. Yeah, it's all the hype is around it, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I want to go play now. So. Are yeah. we the ones that are keeping the is lottery the lotto alive? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think a lot of people obviously buy the tickets, but yeah. maybe they wouldn't if we didn't tell them. But it does seem like every time we talk about the fervor, we always say, you're not going to win. Yeah. But then again, Somebody, Somebody wins. always does. But also, like, if you don't win, why not help out your schools, your community, by um, donating to the ten bucks to the lotto pool? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sure. I see what you're saying. Because that, that money way, goes yeah. to schools. It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not know that? I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> a hockey player is uh, going viral this uh, morning today, oh, really? uh, not for a play on the ice, but what he was caught talking about on a hot mic. Check it out. Oh, Emily in Paris. It's it's all these are over there. It's show. No, I heard of it. Is that your favorite oh, show? That was Buffalo Sabres player Jeff Skinner chatting with his teammate about the Netflix series Emily in Paris. 
Skinner appeared to be up to date with the show, even mentioning that Emily would be getting bangs this season. The actress who plays Emily, Lily Collins, reposted the clip saying, quote, well, this is one Emily in Paris crossover I wasn't expecting. This is a little, this, okay. is, this story overall is a little presumptuous just because it, it takes the assumption that hockey players, these buff, uh, manly men, can't watch a show like Emily in Paris. So I, I thought that was a little Also, those were boys. Yeah, they're young. They were no manly okay? men. Those right. are, uh, Anybody that plays hockey, I think is a manly man. Because you take a shoulder to the face, you know, no, a no, puck to the teeth. That's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So by the sort of like strange definition that our LGBT member of the community yeah. uh, <laughs> that? of yeah. our show has, has, has determined what masculinity is. Sure. I've meant it based on an age perspective. But yeah, yeah, they did look a little young. So do I. So do you. You look really young. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. As long as I slather on some chapstick, all of my uh, oh, so do loyal, we share with the viewers, viewers now? The, yes, yes, I got a, I got a very nice message from Robert during. So okay, so a couple of things. One, I probably drink too much. Like, let's be real. So I'm pretty dehydrated <laughs> all the time. And secondly, I drip, drink a lot of coffee, which uh-huh. is further dehydrated. And it's just been really dry in LA, uh, leading up to the storm. So I have chap lips all the time. Okay. I try to chap. I try to. I try to lip up, lip them up as much as possible. Uh-huh. I try to moisturize. But your boy only can do so much. So sometimes, you know, you're talking all the time, your lips get chapped, it doesn't look good on TV. Robert sent me a text message that was just a screen grab during like the one o'clock hour. And it was like, <laughs> did some, what was it, Robert? It said, I hope somebody I hope got somebody Andy got some Andy. chapstick for Christmas. Uh-huh. That's yeah, correct. That was I hope somebody got, it, yes. Yeah. And I said, oh, that's nice. Um, and, uh, the, but that I did, I put some chapstick on and then he said, uh, I did well, even despite having uh, some chapped yeah, lips. Yep. So. This did not come from me, by the way. This came from a friend of mine. Uh, your no, I know. Your travel, your travel buddy. Travel yeah. Companion. Yes, That's yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your travel buddy. Uh, uh, buddy, can you tell me how I'm going to spend my New Year's Eve? It's going to be watching this. I can guarantee you that. Have you not seen it yet? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, no. You haven't seen sure. it? Sure. No. Uh-uh. Really? I thought you did. I've seen the movie. I haven't seen this, this loop. Well, for some people, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's Top Gun Maverick mm-hmm. and its makers. They released its very own version of the Yule Log this holiday week. Can you guess of what scene? I'll give you a hint. You're really turning up the heat this season. <laughs> I can't believe it's three hours long. Guys. Yeah, so it's a looped version of the film's infamous beach football scene. Uh, Apparently there's no need to hit replay. You can just watch the sun-soaked shirtless match for a whole three hours. Paramount dropped the holiday bonus to celebrate the film's release on the streaming platform. Of course, Top Gun Maverick smashed the box office on release. It is already putting up huge streaming numbers as well. Have you guys all seen the movie? Yeah. Yes? Okay, I want to say a spoiler really quick, Mm. but I don't want to spoil it for anyone watching, so if you haven't seen the movie- Don't say a spoiler then. I okay. just started streaming. Fine, fine, I won't. I won't say any spoilers. All I wish I wish what I wish I could watch on repeat on loop was not necessarily that scene, but rather the last scene, uh, which made me cry. So if you've seen the movie, you know what scene I'm talking about. But that scene, what I would like to rewatch over and over, when he reunites basically with his uh, de-, de facto son or whatever. So, yeah. Hopefully, that's not too ambiguous. <laughs> so. <laughs> I saw the movie and I still don't know what you're talking about. about. Okay, okay, can, fine, fine. can we go back to your family drama? At least I can follow that. <laughs> hey, by the way, not great news for the movie industry. Big hits helped boost box office sales this year, but it didn't rescue the industry from what they're calling a lackluster year. New estimates show the do- domestic box office was set to finish around $7.3 billion for 2022. That is down 33% from 2019 when ticketed sales raked in over $11 billion. While the number is still up 68% from 2021, many Americans, of course, turn to streaming services to avoid having to leave their homes. Still not uh, over that pandemic thing. Mm. Movie ticket sales over the Christmas weekend came in at $86 million, down nearly 70% from 2021. Wow. So that's, I guess I, I guess it means the year, I guess it means, oh yeah, 2021 was last year. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if it's because the pandemic we had the first year, obviously you have to throw out 2020. But then last year we were so excited to go back out into the world, we did, and then people got really sick, maybe especially last mm. year when the COVID surge was like really nuts and people still seemed to sort of be right. paying attention to it. And then I think they kind of stopped this year a little bit. Yeah. No, right? No, ha- have you guys went to go watch Avatar? I did, I, went last, I was gonna say I, I went did yesterday. So you t- okay, before you tell me what you thought, what I've heard is that it sucks spectacularly. 
that people were walking out of the movie theaters, that people were requesting that's refunds. Not, that's I don't know if that was true. like a stretch that's a, right that's, there. That's probably an exaggeration. Okay. Nobody ever really walks out of a movie unless they're like grotesquely yes. upset. So what, really? You, not because I was mad, just because I was like, I could do something else now. <laughs> <laughs> You've left early just because you have no patience. Yeah, that's why I'm in that. the same yeah. boat, where yeah. I was like, I get, I, I, I know where this is going. <laughs> I know where this is <laughs> this going. This is crazy. I don't really, yeah. I don't have. That's wild. Okay, so go. what, would you recommend it? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> it's, oh, it sounds it's, like no. Uh, it's nuts. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's. In a good it's way? Wild. I it's, also heard that you have to watch it in 3D. Did you watch it in 3D? I did watch it in 3D. Okay. Three and a half hours of those 3D glasses probably yeah. make me want to puke. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying here. That's why I'm scared. I'm, right. I'm you scared. You're scared. Yeah. You're yeah. scared. It's fun. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, in many ways, 2022 was a year of great loss. This year, we took our last bite of some beloved foods, burgers, and desserts. Here are some of the most notable losses to the food landscape this year, for better or for worse. Right there, you're seeing the beloved Choco Taco. Klondike was seemingly hoping that no one would notice when the company stopped producing Choco Tacos, but people noticed, and so did a swarm of fans who took to the internet to mourn the loss of this discontinued dessert. Uh, the novelty ice cream led to other brands to make Choco Taco creations of their own, but they will never replace the original. Wow, that's Here's, a pretty bold statement I know, there, we, considering a thing that, I, I mean, we had a, Oibar did a pretty good Choco Taco. A pretty good version of it. Uh, McDonald's shocked uh, everybody when it announced that the McRibs farewell Were you tour shocked? was going. I was, I was Were you flabbergasted. You this is shocked. Fake, I was shook. At this, this is fake, fake because news. yeah, they'll bring it back. It just continues every few years. Yeah, so. It's no one was yeah. shocked. So they said that this is the McRibs' last hurrah. When pressed for clarification, McDonald's response was a little bit vague. Mm. Uh, made people feel confident that this isn't really the last we've seen the McRib. Uh, Honest Tea. This brand here, also no more, after being purchased by Coca-Cola in 2011, it was quietly phased out this year. The end of Honest Teas was blamed on poor sales, along with glass supply issues for bottling. Wow, it sounds like Coca-Cola just wanted to eliminate them. Yeah, what a whack of reason to like, uh, oh, sorry. Like, uh, sorry, no more tea. Also gone, the Vanilla Frosty, Rob. Uh, but it isn't gone for good. It did disappear this year, so Wendy's could change up the flavors of the beloved frozen treat. It's Is currently it? selling a peppermint frosty in its place. That was replaced by strawberry flavor that sold over the summer. I actually like frosty. Is a frosty Rob like a broccoli Rob? Yeah. It is? It's okay. a frosty <laughs> Rob. Cool. Rob likes the frosties. Yeah, you he likes big to frosty dip the fries in the frosties. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, the vanilla. I'm more of a vanilla boy than a chocolate boy, just like Rich on Tech. He oh, likes really? You did the more. vanilla yes. frosty? Yes, yes, yes. This one kind of hurts me. I honestly didn't even know there was a vanilla frosty. I thought it was all the chocolate one. No, no. I mean, that's an unpopular opinion, but I agree with you, sir. Hey, uh, real quick, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, more 5 Live right up ahead. Please say hello. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA 5 Live is the place where you can uh, let us know. We're talking about uh, ways that, that we have fibbed as far as our resumes Exagger go. Resume exaggeration. I feel so bad because lies. please don't. First of all, we're not trying to call anybody out and get anybody canceled or, or fired. Yeah. But just fun things that you feel like you may, that were. What would be a good example? Like, I think telling people I went to UCLA, but I actually did UCLA. Extensions. I got a couple. I that's got a, a large couple. fib. That's you think a, that's a big that's fib? That's not a tiny little fib. I didn't right say there. I graduated from either of them. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't. I was claimed to have a degree at L. All right, all right. So, all right, we'll talk about that. Welcome back to the show. You know, we've been following the uh, life of P22, the mountain lion in Griffith Park. Mm -hmm. And uh, the P22 mountain lion Instagram has posted a celebration of life save the date invitation that we wanted to share with you. You can see here it says Saturday, February 4th from noon to 2 p.m. They will be having a uh, party, I guess, a celebration of life to honor and remember uh, P22, who was, uh, of course, a mountain lion who was known as the Griffith Park mountain lion. It says, LA and the world lost the beloved mountain lion, P22, December 17th. We will all be grappling with the loss for some time, trying to make sense of a Los Angeles without this magnificent wild creature. So they're asking people to come together as a community to celebrate his remarkable life. There will be special guests and uh, people talking about their connection to P22, how he connected us all. There will be musical performances, apparently dancing, food, and so much more. So you can uh, see more of that, of course, on their Instagram. 
I wonder if with the musical performance, remember when they did the Little Sebastian memorial thing mm -hmm. on Parks and Rec? Mm -hmm. I wonder if that, it'll be like be Chris Pratt yeah. doing, a, doing an original song. Uh, I think, um, you know, this advertisement also uh, has captures P22 sort of in his, uh, in his more... Um, Curious, youthful. Uh, yeah, it's more of a vibrant past. Uh, and then the little sticker down there, we miss you. It's very sweet. Yeah. Here's something a little uh, more uplifting. A United Airlines pilot has adopted an adorable little puppy that was abandoned at the San Francisco airport. The puppy is named Polaris. It arrived with a passenger from an international oh destination. Gosh. But airport officials say the passengers decided to continue traveling without the puppy. What? So strange. Why why why, why carry him all it the way if you're there gonna and drop him off? Yeah. The airline issued a statement saying they worked to ensure the puppy completed the necessary requirements to enter the United States, including a quarantine period. Mm. Airline employees had COVID. a party to celebrate the adoption after the puppy completed quarantine. I guess probably maybe that passenger didn't go through all the proper protocols to bring an animal in and maybe decided, I don't want to go through all this. So, wait, so who ended up keeping the puppy now? We don't know who adopted it. Uh, pilot. A oh, pilot. 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 Right. Sorry, adopted. United Airlines but, pilot. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So that pilot. Very cute. That dog, cute that dog. dog's going to have an absent father is what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe. Or mother. Or I'll just travel everywhere. No, I know. Or just travel yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. jump seat. Yeah. That's right. Jump seat. That's perfect. By the way, is there anything cuter than a baby hippo? Mm, maybe. Robert? Are you sure? Is there is there anything? All I want is a hippopotamus for Christmas. That's so, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like a decent ask. <laughs> Reasonable. This adorable baby pygmy hippo was Aww. born just about three weeks ago at a zoo in Virginia. At last check, she was about 25 pounds, but has likely grown quite a bit since then. It's a little zoo slimy. Zoo officials say the baby has been nursing and is growing up quickly. Also uh, doing Cute. a coconut oil hair mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a full-grown pygmy hippo can weigh up to 600 pounds. She's currently being kept in a cozy enclosure with lots of hay so she and her mom can have some privacy until we literally stuck a camera in there <laughs> yeah. and, and, and put it on top of the entire international media. Scale. Look at that. It's on the scale as show everybody how much you weigh, That's baby so hippo. That's so rude. So yeah. she she doesn't have a name yet. Matt, Matt's so, a rain on the hippos parade, you know. It's very cute, you know. I, I think I've shared this fact with Five Live before, but it's a fun fact that I keep in this bank here and that I like to use uh, just to show off my smarts whenever I can. Wow. But hippos are apparently the most dangerous wild animal uh, in the whole world. Uh, they kill the most humans. Uh, that's compared to lions, cheetahs, you name it. A hippopotamus has killed the most humans in any given year uh, compared to any other wild animal. So it's crazy. You know what's second? I don't know. I can't wait. My ex-wife. I knew it. That's still really good. Uh, the final push to get more than 30 floats ready for the Rose Parade is uh, that is happening on Monday this year. Uh, KTLA's Gail Anderson is in Irwindale at Fiesta Parade Floats, and she's got to look at the progress. What you see now is the push we're talking about. We're at the Donate Life Rose Parade float that's under construction here at Fiesta Parade Floats in Irwindale. Uh, it's extraordinary how volunteers are so passionate about this. And one of the reasons they, they're passionate is because the message this float is telling and will tell next Monday. Take a look at the illustration for the Donate Life float. Its name, and every float has a name, is Lifting Each Other Up. The detail is extraordinary, and as extraordinary as the detail is, the float, there's quite a bit of real estate here. Tom Moan of One Legacy, Donate Life. I'm nervous. There's a lot to cover here. This float is one of the most beautiful floats that we've ever produced for the Donate Life float. And you've produced quite a few. This is our 20th anniversary, Gail. We're so happy to be back in the Tournament of Roses Parade, sharing the message of the power of organ, eye, and tissue donation to save and heal lives. Are you impressed with the fact that people show up young, old, it doesn't matter, uh, the relatives of people who've made organ donations, the recipients of organ donations? When this float began over 20 years ago, Gary Foxen, who came up with the idea, who's a lung transplant recipient, he said, I can't think of a better way to create a community of people who care about donation transplant and the lives saved than to have a float in the Rose Parade. And I think he was right. This is one, an example of one of 39 of what you describe as florographs. The florographs are usually decorated by a combination of the donor families themselves who are never done this before. Did you ever do this before? No. <laughs> exactly. But with a little guidance from our folks who've done this for years, and they put their heart and soul in each and every one. 
being our 20th anniversary, we decided to go all out. This one's going to have more animation, more life to it than we've ever seen. Okay. This is a Chinese street dragon, and those dragons move okay. down the street. And the lifting each other up, we're going to have people holding those poles. Now these poles are a little heavier, so now they'll look like they're doing the lifting. But it engages our riders in the float and sends that message out that we're caring for one another, lifting each other up. The Donate Life Pros Parade float. A symbol of love, a symbol of loss, and a symbol of renewal. In Irwindale, Gail Anderson, KTLA 5 News. Beautiful. And just a little programming oh, note, uh, the day of the Rose Parade, uh, they will be re-airing that throughout the day. Uh, so 5 Live, uh, you, you will see the Rose Parade instead of 5 Live at that the 4 p.m. slot. Uh, that includes the 2 p.m. slot and so forth and so forth. The whole, the whole day, basically. They're going to be rerunning the Rose Parade. So, yeah, there you go. I wonder if we're going to work other things. I, I worked last year on that day. Not me. Not you. You're off. Not me. It's I'm a company leaving. holiday, buddy. Yeah. I don't think for Union Boys, though. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out. We'll Sucks to be you, Nyan. It does. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guys, we, have, we don't have too much time left. We yeah. went to the Facebook group after our break. or Yes, uh, so let's take a break and then we'll come back uh, and do a Facebook check-in. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5 Live. Lots where, of wonderful uh, comments. We want to know what you guys have maybe fibbed about or exaggerated on your resume. Tell us um, now. Or anything that you've got in your mind. Just tell us what you did for the holidays maybe. Whatever you have to say. We'll, we'll share it on the air right after this. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show. We are checking in on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5 live. With our few minutes left here, you guys have said some very funny things and left some very funny comments, and I cannot wait to get to them. So let us get, get yeah. to them. First, we start with yesterday, because as we all know, it was Robert Puente, young Ron, mm -hmm. young Ronald's birthday. That's yeah. right. He turned 17. Oh, gosh. Oh, if only. And this is a, this is a video that Robert Underly posted in honor of that from 12-16-2020. Really? When we were in the garage. A long time ago. Robert, can we play this with sound? Do you think you'll be able to hear it? Go ahead. We all just suffered through this whole season, and we won't have the Bachelor report <laughs> on Wednesday of next week. We have a show on Wednesday of next week. Why wouldn't we do it? Because we're taping it in an hour. What are you saying? No, we don't. Oh. Oh. You <laughs> took it off, so we, we did it. We did this for you, man. The 23rd. <laughs> I'm not off on the 23rd, guys, but I guess this is a conversation we should have off camera. It's <laughs> oh, happening. <laughs> it's just See, nice to know that like, nothing, nothing is changed. Yeah. Yeah. My hair. <laughs> also, what were you doing? I don't know. Why was I over there and you were there? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, we were wearing the same thing on purpose. <laughs> same. So. We were like we were matching each other. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That garage. Missed that garage. Why? So I'm confused. Was she? I don't was know. She, was don't she know wrong? Well, no, was you, wrong were you were most definitely wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like, and I'll, I will, I will speculate because I'm sure this has happened before. You told us all that you were taking a certain day off, uh -huh. so we all took it off too and, and decided like, we would air a pre-tape. And then you, on the air, said like, "I never, I'm not taking that day off." Yes. And we just it's learned true. on the spot. Additionally, Samantha <clears throat> was on television today right. and gave Robert a little shout out. Oh, let's put that up too. Give me a sec. Oh, I need to do that. Robert Puente of Five Live. By the way, today's Timothy Chalamet's birthday. Oh! So if you want to wish. Oh my gosh, oh, the 27th. Timothy Chalamet, happy birthday. Robert Puente of Five Live is your number one. <laughs> and it was his birthday yesterday, so they could celebrate together. Oh, that's, By the way, today's uh, Timothy. Isn't that cute? I was going to share that with you guys too. Yes, his birthday's on the 27th, mine's on the 26th. We're just that close. We have so many things in common. I can't believe he hasn't hit me up yet, so mm. it's very unfortunate. Brian Garcia says, very happy I woke up early enough for Sam to shout out Justin Herbert and the Chargers this morning. Kirk is definitely on, sitting on the front row of the Bolts bandwagon that Sam is assembling. And Sam says, load her up! <laughs> very funny. This is a, a post from Steve talking about how to make sure that our tread depth is good because, of course, it is raining here. Uh, yes. uh, so a good way to check it. Uh, Lynn says, I'm assuming we're changing from pennies to quarters because of inflation. Very funny, very funny indeed. Lynn also said he was watching me today, paying careful attention to the weather forecast, enjoying a nice fire, burning wood because he's above 3,000 feet, which, of course, you can do. You can't burn it in the lowering li lower lying areas, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. He also asked, Hey, Andy, can you lower the snow level to 5,500 feet or less? I said I would ask Vera when I'm in there to see if okay. they can change good, that. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen says, 
Kristen says, just don't call her cheeky monkey. That could go sideways. It's true. Mm. Uh, Art says, Samantha, play Handy in the Valley. Yeah, okay. Blake Edward says, I'm needing daily updates about Robert's family from now on. Yeah, watch Succession. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Victor asks, Sam anchoring the morning, Andy doing weather, will they be on together? When will other half be joining them in the morning? Make it happen, yeah, make it happen. Five live, 100 years. Every day, all day. Never stop. Out of our hands, dude. <laughs> uh, Terry says, where is Andy? I'm everywhere. She likes the color combination. Thank you. The tie looks very amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I wore the tie because I knew that the green was gonna. You can't wear green most of the time because we have a green screen, but we don't mm -hmm. have a green screen anymore. So I was. Yeah. I'm, I'm busting out the green ties. Uh, Lynn says, hopefully Taylor changed her name when she got hitched. Yes. Ah. Very true. Very funny. I would say her last name again as a joke, but I won't. Yeah, so funny. Kristen says. Uh, those boys have a busy guardian angel. We lost an amazing person from my circle of friends when a truck axle flew through the windshield and impaled him. Ugh. His uh, girlfriend walked away scratch. Oh, that's a horror story there. Oh, that's very really tragic. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Kristen said, didn't Natalie Lizarraga admittedly fudge a little on her resume for her first broadcasting job? I kind of remember this story, but I don't. Do you know? Do you I know? don't remember it, dude. No, I, I, I would totally share if I did. Can't remember. Honor. Not a lot of people coming. Oh, okay, here we go. So Robert Underly says he went to the University of Colorado Boulevard. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Pasadena that's City College. That's really good. Very, very good. Uh, Robert, here, this one's for you. I have a feeling Rob's 101 resume is as accurate as his stonks advice. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that sounds pretty accurate then, Art. No. Actually, and, and to be fair, you it is pretty accurate. Like, you are exactly who you say you are. Yeah. Because you've only really ever worked here in Nike. Yeah, and at the Equinox gym oh, yeah, for right, free right. membership. That's true. I've had you a couple other you know things here and there. But Tell us what, what are your other odd jobs other than that. Uh, I could share later. But one thing I have fibbed on my resume is that I, I'm fluent in other languages. Uh, I guess that's something to... Because I, I was fluent in sign language, but I lost that over the years. Yeah. And then my French was really, really good when I first started learning it in early in uh, high, uh, college. Uh, again, lost that. Yeah. But both of those still live on my resume as if I'm as strong as I was ever. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> I guess... Um, if you find yourself in a situation where you need either of those and you're being paid for it, you'll figure out that <laughs> yeah. when you get to it. Kristen says, she agrees with Bobby. The media fuels lottery sales exponentially. Mm. Lynn says he taught at Penn State. That's uh, a fun one. Don't know if that's true or not. Okay, uh, Robert, as uh, new gossip segment, what I heard. What I heard. Uh, really quick, we have to go We have to go soon, but I, I wanted you two guys to share something that you have fibbed on, on your resume, just to share with the viewers, if you could think of anything. What would I? Yeah, yours is to Santa Monica, right? Uh, no, I, I haven't actually. My resume is pretty straight. Is exactly mine's what pretty. It is. Mine's pretty straightforward too. Oh, sounds like you guys don't want to share that. I the think only I said I've said on like LinkedIn, I've done the same thing where I put like conversational French and Italian after I did like one oh, semester. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and like some Duolingo lessons. I'm like, Mine, do you're very fluent in Duolipa though. That's true. I will say this. I think in my resume at one point it said. Uh, uh, skills proficiency in Microsoft Excel, and I can uh, basically just total a table, and that's the extent yeah. of it. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Kat says, it's great that you guys showed a bunch of what we call kooks of the Sierras crashing their cars and whatnot, because I had to drive to Mammoth, and it was crazy with the storm, whiteout conditions, and all the dummies driving in the snow. Indeed. Yeah, and it's still snow out there. there. Blake says, uh, after a Robert's family drama, Oh, we can, we got we got thirty seconds. No, we don't, bud. We're about to be cut All off. All right, uh, R.I.P. P twenty two. Bye bye. All right, see you bye, guys. Bye -bye.